This is Capital News Roundup from Capital News Illinois. I'm Jennifer Fuller, and here are your top stories for the week ending March 1st. A Cook County judge this week ordered Donald Trump's name be removed from the March primary ballot, but she put her own decision on hold. Judge Tracy Porter found former President Trump engaged in insurrection on January 6, 2021. She also found the State Board of Elections wrongly allowed his name to stay on the ballot. But Porter put her own decision on hold to allow time for appeal. The decision could be further stayed pending the U.S. Supreme Court's review of a similar case in Colorado. Illinois courts have freed more wrongfully imprisoned people than any state in the nation, but when it comes to compensating them for time served, the state lags far behind its peers. Now a bill in the Senate would revamp the state's pay scale to offer individuals $50,000 for every year they were wrongfully behind bars. Currently, the maximum payout is $200,000 per individual, and it doesn't go up after a person serves 14 years. So that means someone who serves 15 years is eligible for the same compensation as someone who serves 50. Researchers found Illinois' average annual payout to exonerees is the second lowest of all states that pay such claims. More than 90% of exonerees in Illinois are black or Latino, compared to the nationwide average of 65%. Another Illinois funeral home is facing scrutiny after complaints about conditions within the facility. A Capital News Illinois investigation turned up images of a dead rodent and unsanitary conditions at what a source identified as Moran Queen Boggs Funeral Home in Centralia. Someone filed a complaint against the facility to state regulators in December, but it was still operating as of Tuesday. The funeral director claims investigators from the Illinois Department of Financial and Professional Regulation made a site visit earlier this week. IDFPR would not confirm or deny any investigation is underway. The funeral director, Hugh Moran, tells CNI he was sidelined late last year due to illness and is working to clean things up. Moran declined to show the embalming room, though, the focus of the complaint, to a CNI reporter, despite repeated requests. State and local leaders hope a soon-to-open birth center on Chicago's South Side will increase access to care for people in need. The birth center, which will be staffed and led by certified midwives rather than doctors, will act as an alternative site for low-risk pregnant people to receive care. A recent Illinois Department of Health report found more than 90 percent of maternal deaths from 2018 through 2020 were potentially preventable. It also found black women were twice as likely to die from a pregnancy-related condition when compared to white women. Governor J.B. Pritzker's proposed budget for the coming year includes funding to help improve maternal outcomes. And Illinois lawmakers are considering a bill that would return land to a Native American nation. The prairie band Potawatomi have been trying to reclaim the land in DeKalb County for several years now. The legislation would return 1,500 acres that includes the Shabna Lake State Park. The nation is now headquartered in northeast Kansas and operates a hotel and casino there. But tribal chairman Joseph Zeke Rupnik says they have no formal plans for the Illinois land. When we were trying to settle this land issue, gaming was not, there wasn't much gaming in Illinois. Now I think a market is oversaturated. Our first priority is to secure the land. Rupnik's ancestors were forced from the land in the 1850s when the federal government falsely declared it abandoned. The Prairie Band Potawatomi Nation is working with both state and federal lawmakers to return this land and other areas to Native Americans. And you can hear more of this conversation in this week's Capital Cast. 
Find it at CapitalNewsIllinois.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Jennifer Fuller. Capital News Roundup is a production of Capital News Illinois, a nonprofit, nonpartisan news service covering Illinois government. Major funding is provided by the Illinois Press Foundation and the Robert R. McCormick Foundation. Additional support comes from the Illinois Broadcasters Foundation and the Southern Illinois Editorial Association.